0: don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating.
1: Hello, welcome to episode 19 of the Weekly Song Podcast, the podcast where each week your hosts, myself, Roger Heathers, and my co-host... Declan Kitchener. Hello! We each have uh, seven days to write a song from scratch. We come to the podcast, share the song, dissect it, and discuss songwriting and the craft of... Songwriting.
0: However, this week is a very special episode because we have a guest with us. Yes, we do. We're not going to tell you who it is. We're just going to mention that there's a guest in the room and leave it at
1: that. <laughs> yeah, you can you can guess. Now, this week's guest, special guest, second time uh, returning to the show, Lunacy is on the show. Hello, A.K.A. Chris Baker. Hello. Welcome back.
2: Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing very good. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I've had a lovely evening of. Had a lovely week of music,
1: and it's, uh, yeah, it's lovely to be back. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. We saw you at Open Mic last, well, that was my uh, toes clicking for the folks at home. Yeah, um, beautiful, beautiful. I, I saw you guys at the Open Mic last night as well. Oh, yeah, just so oh, a
0: coincidence. Yes. Is is I recognised you Yeah,
1: too. no, yeah, no, I'm sure, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Last night, uh, Chris and Declan played a set together for he the did. first time, uh, piano and cello, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Just Piano, guitar. And, guitar. Yeah. yeah, and did an awesome job. I thought it was really cool. And Thank I posted you. it on my Instagram. I'm on Instagram now, by the Yay, way. I'm just plugging ready. that at the beginning of the show for some reason. At Roger Heathers. Go find me. <laughs> anyway, um. yeah. I've been on Instagram for ages. You don't see me plugging in, do you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> still in that first excitement, though, of having it. I'm like, it's a new thing
0: for me. <laughs> that was like when I got
2: WhatsApp. And I got like, WhatsApp that like, last year, and then that was just as everyone stopped using
0: WhatsApp. And it's I like coming know. very late to the party. It's like, this is amazing. Yeah, we've already known this yeah. for two or
2: three years. And now years. they stopped
1: using it. Yeah. And there's no no one... I don't have an Instagram or a Snapchat, so... I tried to tag you yesterday and I couldn't find you. I was like typing in Chris Baker. There's like nine or ten Chris Bakers yeah, on Instagram. This is why I have an alternate name for my music. Yeah. Was, yeah, you were saying before the podcast that <laughs> yeah. you have it because it's
2: a common name, yeah. so... It's a very common name, so I have to invent a new name.
0: So, like Roger was saying earlier, each week we take it in turns to... Uh, play songs that we've written for each other and we have a long-standing rule that goes back about a month or so on our podcast. That's a long time. That is a long time. Uh, That's, um, guests have to go first.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I I hope you're not too put up by this rule that was in place. It was here the last time you were here. I
2: was was expecting it. So.
0: Cool. That's fine with me. I'm glad we're all on the same page in terms of ordering. Do you want me to
2: toodle doodle on the piano doodle? Piano doodle. There's it. our title. There's our title. Piano <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm not singing for it. Oh, awesome. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm Go just playing. Um. Do you want me to talk, I just play it and then talk about it after?
0: Yeah, no. You can say like the name and anything you want to say before. The name.
2: So that implies that I've come up with a name for it, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I have the same problem as. Okay. So
2: shall I invent? Do I have to invent the name now? Yeah. Pick okay. a,
0: pick a random word and just say it's art afterwards.
2: I'm going to call this Piano-Noodle-Noodle. Noodle.
1: <laughs> you said it differently that time.
3: Piano-Noodle-Noodle. Noodle. It's
2: the longer version. Piano-Noodle piano is the style of music, and Piano-Noodle-Noodle noodle mm-hmm. is the name of the music given to this piece. I like that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, very, very... That took a long time to come up with. And this there. is going to be our first instrumental piece on the show, right? Yeah, I think ah, so. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. I did I did try and come up with the lyrics
2: for it, but I just, just couldn't. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I'm really looking forward to hearing this, this is going to be good. Okay. I wrote this uh, in a practice room when Declan texted me and was like, so how's it going for the weekly song podcast? And I went, ah, well. And I was just messing around on the piano, and so then I thought, this will be the song. Um, so yeah, that's what this is. Pia- piano Loodle
0: Loodle, Mark 1. <laughs> Mmm. That was Dalek falling tight. You sacrificed one of Skara's finest to get that done. I did. I did. That was pretty.
1: Thank you. I really like that. I mean,
0: it's I was like just a thinking... Real, there's a real sense of journey
1: in that I got. I was thinking the same thing. I was kind of thinking, ah. like, seasons. Oh. Ah. Or, like, no, no, sorry, not seasons, but, like, a storm. Like, there's bits where it's, like, raining and thundering, and it kind of calms down, and it's the morning oh, after or whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting.
0: See, what I was pitching her in my head was, like, um... Uh, like you know a spaceship's fallen into a wormhole or someone's fallen into like a magic portal or something and they're beginning to see like a a new version of the world and everything Ah.
2: And and you're getting like a storm so you're getting like you're getting like a cinematic type sort of like
0: Spaceship into a... like the revealing of a, world. Of a new world or something like
2: that. Oh, okay, ah, and you're getting a sort of like a storm, storm and and weather and stuff.
1: Um, I think it's a mark of a good piece of instrumental music if it makes you, if it gives you a story in your head. Mm. Also, um, there were certain chord changes. Well, can I just say the chord changes are all really cool, really nice, but almost like a Hans Zimmer type of like film score type of feel to yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, um, which to, I like to the whole thing. To, well, to like some of the chord changes, I'd say. Um, it's very good. Thanks. There's the one, the one that I think is Hans Zimmer, and I'm not sure why. It's
2: probably in some Hans Zimmer piece of music somewhere. But it's the one that goes from then you're not expecting that change there, because that note's not in the in the scale as written. It's like an extra note that I put in, but it sort of somehow works because it's in the minor key and it's played in the major key. Um, so it kind of you're not expecting it to be, but I think uh... yeah. See so the let me get this right. No, I think that's I think right. My music knowledge is very called. Cool. I think it becomes an augmented fifth of the music. But I'm not sure how that Awesome.
1: <laughs> Declan and I are just look at each other like, oh, yeah. no, I, I could, it's a bit beyond our level. That <laughs> could
2: be very wrong, but I'm not I'm not sure. It just sounded good. I was playing around I was the, the piece comes from the idea, I was listening to Steve Reich and his um I think it's his organ music, and the way it plays around with making chords that don't reveal their tonal centre. So you, like the first chord is
0: um, is so, that just F, G, B-flat and D?
2: So F, G, B-flat and D. So what chord is that?
0: I would call that, uh, instinct I would call that G minor of okay. uh, G minor 7, but you can also call that um, B-flat 6. Yeah. Then you can, what else can you call it?
2: There's a couple of different ways of framing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's sort of it's almost like a G, G minor. But you've got that F in the bottom, so it's, it's sort of
4: Which seventh implies the major.
2: But then you get the C in the bottom. Which isn't in the G minor chord either. So then you've got an F and a C, which which is quite quite a strong sentence, and it gradually just evolves. And gradually get more. Sort of centered until eventually, yeah, it just becomes more centered than the key. So Did it sort of it starts really loose, and you're not sure where, where it's going, and then it gradually comes in, which was sort of Steve Reich-esque.
0: That's pretty cool. Just purely on the technical level, well done for keeping that first bit on the right hand up yeah. for a long time. Thank you. That, that was made the me hardest intense.
3: bit. <laughs> I was like rubbing my leg, just like oh my god.
0: Just please don't fuck up. Please don't <laughs>
2: fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the one I had to practice the most because when I first started doing it, I was just like. Oh. My hand was just like doing that, and it wasn't really doing anything constructive. Um, but
1: yeah, yeah. It's one of those passages when when you're playing it, if you realise too much that you're playing that passage, you fuck it up. Yeah. So it has to just be kind of like you just have to keep like physically you have to divert doing. your
0: brain from it. And yeah. think yeah. About something else. It's
1: almost easier if you focus on the bass notes
2: sometimes when you that's, play that type of thing. Yeah, that's what it tends to do. I'm thinking like, okay, where's my left hand going next? And this hand it's just, just like doing its own thing. I'm just like, leave that to the do that while I do this.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like. How did you write it? Like, what came first in the process? Um,
2: it was... I've been studying Steve Reichen's sort of... And I like this idea of not revealing too much, sort of... You don't know where the tonal centre is. Because um, in the key of F, in that first chord, you're getting the, the second note of the scale, the fourth note of the scale, and the sixth note of the scale, which are very weak. Mm. They don't. They don't... Draw themselves naturally to the to the F. So it, it's it's very loose, it's very ambiguous. you don't know where it's going to go, and it gradually,
0: gradually introducing a sort of centre to it. Which is um, the moment which you, at the moment you introduce like uh, tonics and fives and everything. Like yeah. that's when you start getting into the stronger note territory, which you gradually do throughout. Yeah,
2: the, yeah.
0: yeah. The C and the
1: F are the, are the they provide the rooting for it, and it gradually get more of those into it. I like the um, I like the chord you ended the entire. Piece on which was like a second, I believe. You had a second in there. Yeah, that was the F major second. But I, I took have out the seconds. Fifth. Yeah, I'm a big second fan. You're a big second fan.
2: Um, yeah, I finished on that because I don't, I didn't like finishing on like a finish on that. It just sounds like really <laughs> boring. Yeah, it's just the sound of the F major. So I just took took out the fifth and just went in the second. Because I, I was not sure whether I was going to finish it with that or not. Because um, it goes from the. just sort of finish there and leave it hanging but then i kind of wanted to resolve it and if i finished on the on the you know the normal tonic it <laughs> yeah,
1: sounds
3: really it's cheesy a bit yeah. naff so yeah
1: what think? i think it kind of suits that that like the whole piece is like centered around like there's no real giveaway to where the root chord is yeah to finish on something that isn't quite the root chord i think is appropriate so yeah because it's, it's it's almost like it's almost home but it's not quite like it's that's home but, but you sort of get it implies not there's still boring.
0: something else
1: to happen yeah yeah definitely like you're just down the road from your doorstep you're not quite home yeah you've yeah, like, got, you got your coat off it. yeah you...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's funny how we do, we've got all these like visuals that we, we draw into it and we you, like you, you both saw entirely different things and perceived them in entirely different ways whereas if I'd sung over it if I said something like uh, skipping ropes and spider-man thinking of skipping ropes and
1: spider whereas if i didn't tell you those things yeah you're coming up with your own narrative i think it's interesting that thing of like it's one of the things that fascinates me most with songwriting is like what information you give the listener that's kind of like a big part of songwriting so yeah. like with an instrumental me- piece of music as a listener you like to fill in the blanks and you like yeah. to create yeah. your own story yeah. if you give someone i always think with this with lyrics it's why my lyrics are kind of like so uh, vague sometimes mm-hmm. and so like open-ended mm-hmm. is because they're supposed to be emotionally charged yeah. but if you give somebody all the information it becomes boring so mm-hmm. I think that if you can kind of like create a kind of open-ended thing uh, you know the audience is always smart enough to create some kind of narrative It it's tough isn't it Because I, I, I agree with both sides of it
2: you've got like um... oh what's her name uh... Okay, but you've got more sort of descriptive imagery type lyrics which are really really effective in terms of you literally say what you're seeing and perceiving and you give that to the to the listener and that that works really well, but then there are other times when you don't have to say anything and you can get so it's, I think there's a time and a place for both,
0: and um it's story versus emotion in concept
2: yeah mm. yeah, yeah, I suppose it is yeah um who yeah it just it just varies. On, there's a singer I'm thinking of and I can't remember her name, it's gonna really get bug me. But yeah.
0: Just in the middle of, just like as we're wrapping up, we'll just go, I remember it! Was it?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, probably. It'll come back to you, I reckon. Maybe. I'll just shout it out in the middle of someone's song. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes>. um, <laughs> anything else you'd like to say about that at all? Your, your piece of music? <laughs> Apart from that it's awesome and it's very well written. Thank you. Uh, it's the first piece of piano
2: music I think I've ever written. So, Actually, it? no, it's not true. It's the first. I've written one piece before it. This is the second piece I've ever written for piano. And it's the first time I've ever performed a
1: self-written piece for piano. So thank you for giving me the chance to perform it. Thanks for coming on and playing it. It's awesome. It's our first instrumental piece of music on the show. I know, we're diversifying. It's amazing. I love it. Cool. Um, so I suppose up next is uh, Declan... You know.
0: Bollocks, I knew this moment was coming. Right. Well, now I've got to do my song. Woo. After that. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> um Yeah, it's on piano this week, but it's meant to be like uh, a guitar and a bass. So the right hand's meant to be a guitar and the left hand's meant to be a bass. Um At least for the verses. And... It's probably one of the most emo songs I have written thus far.
3: Mm.
0: So, um, yeah, there's going to be loads of pointless, like, look at me, I'm so dark sort of stuff in this song.
2: You th- you're doing it to people wearing shorts. We're not We're not wearing our stripy tops and skinny jeans, I'm afraid.
0: Yeah. Sorry. We sometimes do,
1: but not today. Mm. You caught us in a summer
0: mood today. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is not the audience for this song. But uh, anyway, regardless, it goes something like this, hopefully, if I don't fuck this up. And it's called, um, um, fuck it, let's call it walk free.
4: turn away. You lose your sense of hope, but your doubts are here to stay.
0: audio but i just had to do that in bits and pieces because i didn't have a lot of time to write this week
2: it's
1: very very excuses coming out already it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) to be fair that's a really quite a complicated bit of piano playing yeah you say that (laughs) (laughs) i mean it that is a pretty yeah and uh, especially when you have words that are fresh like like you mentioned to us um, I uh,
0: i was writing i was rewriting some of them before you guys came this morning. Oh, oh right, okay. So like proper <laughs> So they're yeah. really fucking fresh in my mind. Um yeah.
2: That's a very, very like emotive piece of music. Yeah. And I really like those those pian- the it's same riff you sort of opened with, I think you sort of close with du that one. Yeah. Um that's really nice. I really like that riff. Very strong.
0: Thank you. It's just I started off doing it in a completely different key, but it was um like originally more of an ambient thing like <laughs> we going to be here a week if I do uh, like that. Yeah. So I just thought, I just, like Sam in the past has had a great bit of advice, which I think he intended as a joke at the time, but it's just stuck in my head now. Like if you ever feel like you're not getting anywhere of a song, just punk the fuck out of it. Oh, like, yeah. And then uh, that's why it just suddenly became... And that's
4: came that nice. That sort
0: of fast rhythm. I like, I like both of those just as much.
2: They're same, both, same. Yeah, they're
0: both really good. Maybe you could use both of them, I don't know. Possibly. But like uh, like I said in my head, that
1: is a guitar. And this. Ah, that'll sound really good. Yeah. It's like an electric bass. Play it on two instruments, that'll sound awesome. Cool. And I love the whole tone of the song. And just like... It's probably my most emo song yet. The, the refrain um, control was ripped away from me. That's just such a strong <laughs> refrain. And there's nothing better than a strong refrain in a song like that. Well, um... Of uh,
0: just having a look at my lyrics here That's the only set of lyrics for this chorus That has not been destroyed And replaced with another set of lyrics
1: I'm looking at the paper now I can see there's like scribbles through so many like of the yeah. previous lines Yeah, the brilliant thing about writing in
0: pen Is that you have the opportunity to have this really cathartic Just scribbling through everything And destroying your previous work So you can replace it with something better It's uh, going, Pro- no! It yeah, probably speaks to what my character is at that point But... Uh, <laughs> Do you normally write with a, a paper and pen? Uh, yeah, it's something I picked up at uni. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, uh, I used to write a couple of scripts for a couple of things um, just to do with my course. So I would uh, just jot everything down on pencil and paper because it was much easier uh, to uh, keep it down. But you could just scribble out things and replace things. But then I always, like I said to you, I've always made the habit of trying to write twice as well. Um. So you write, uh, you set lyrics and you write them out again, but you sort of edit as you go. Oh.
1: That's a really good idea. I still haven't done that, but I've been meaning
0: to. Yeah, I do it less than I should, but I do do it every now and then, and I did it with this one. It
1: shows, because obviously you have, like I say, the scribbled out parts and then newer lyrics and stuff, but it's good. Mm. It actually shows that you're actually progressing and getting better lyrics that you like more. Yeah, I'm still not entirely keen
0: on like all of these, so they could change. But yeah, that's like you could, if you see that, that's why I had to stop in some of the choruses because I had to sort of work out what you'd written, yeah, where <laughs> on earth I was. That's going to be a challenge. It's, it's going to be an editing job and a half.
1: Look, I think it's an awesome song, and uh, just yeah, great, well done. And you wrote it in seven days, and awesome. Yeah, that's it's like it's,
0: nice. it's written. Well, it's, we say seven days, it's written in the space of about eight hours. <laughs>
2: You've got a very distinctive piano style appearing mm. in your music now, though it's it's like oh, Declan's def- that's definitely Declan on the piano. You've got you know you've got that. Style. I can't. I, I suppose it's sort of the sort of the jumpingness in the bass. Well, it's um, kind of
0: interesting you say that because the other song that, I'm, that I that I do a lot on piano, which is obviously pause. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. it actually started off. I started thinking like, well, I really liked pause. Mm. and I was trying to write that as a musical number so I thought what if oh, I try and write another yeah. musical number so I just started with like the minor version yeah and going in the opposite direction
1: what are those chords though that that main that main chord that you got a second
0: that is a e minor fourth ooh fancy and then that's a
1: d6 It's awesome and then, yeah, that definitely seems to be your your mo sort of like nice sus chords in the uh, and the bass providing right. context. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and that's brilliant. that's really cool. I
0: also need a little thing from you um, this time, yes. Roger. Because uh, you know, not, I was saying this uh, the other day, but like normally when I play piano, if I'm doing the bass, like say for example, I'm playing the chord of G. Instead of like doing one bass note G, I play an octave G. So. It just helps get a fuller sound and everything and it's a bit lower down and it sounds nice. But this time I thought, well, I'm gonna try something a bit different. So the reason I ended up with that sort of motif in the bass was because I was trying to copy you. Oh right. Like as you play a one on a five, so yeah. it started off being like
1: See that's funny because when you played those chords that, what you just played, kinda sounds like me playing. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, oh wow, that's really weird. weird to hear that. Yeah. Then I thought like,
0: hmm, that sounds a bit vanilla if I just block the chords out like that, what if mm. I go... There we go. And then sped it up and everything. Who and, you call so. vanilla? No, not you vanilla. No, I'm just I'm saying good. when I block the chords out like... It's just a bit straight.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I think having having the octave is is, is good sometimes, and I use the, I I tend to use it all the time. Like in my my piece, I was just doing octaves in the bass pretty much. But when you've got if you can do the fifth like that, I think you get a sort of
0: although it's not as low, it's a richer sound. It's more it's a denser sound. Yeah, there's more stuff in it. Yeah. Which um, works well on some things, not so well on others. But for this one, just try it's doing that with an, with an octave and see what it sounds like. It's just...
2: No, as in, as in, instead of doing that do, do, just down it's
0: just not the same it's just, not, it's just it's boring You know, it's much better with that fifth yeah. that thing that's the thing it's because uh, it's like intervals of notes as well rather than like because um, I tend to use octaves just for peddling stuff like that.
4: yes yes
0: yeah Yeah. it's a cheap way of imitating movement when there is none. Ah.
2: yeah It's a good way of phrasing it yeah, okay. yeah.
1: I really like that. And when did you write it? Like, Saturday? Uh, Friday after
0: work and Saturday after work, because um, I was busy the rest of the week, so eight hours, which, no wonder I couldn't fucking play it in
1: one (laughs) take. No, that's fair enough. I remember texting you at one point and being like, how's your song coming along? What have you got? And you said, well, I've got some stuff, but I've only got another four hours to write. I was like, what do you mean four hours? And you're like, well, I'm working here, I'm doing this, this and this, we've got practice on Sunday, and I was like, oh, yeah, you do only have four hours. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a horrible thing about being
1: employed. I don't have time. Yeah. Um, I read this, this great tweet the other day by a band I like called Remo Drive, and um, uh, it just said, this whole quote-unquote band thing is really getting in the way of me having a job at Foot Locker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can completely get that. <laughs> um, yeah, but you did it. You did it. Two or three days you did it, so...
0: Yeah. Not
1: my strongest, but it will do. It's it's a very strong song. Yeah.
0: I believe this now means that uh, it's time for Roger to have his song.
3: Oh boy.
1: Rogue. That wasn't my best, oh boy. I can do a better, oh boy. Oh boy.
3: Oh god, oh
1: sweet boy. What's your piece called? This song's called Fruit Flies. And I'm pretty pleased with that title. I came up with it like a little while ago. Um, uh, I'll explain, it's kind of a metaphor, I'll explain it after I play it, but it's called Fruit Flies, it's on guitar, and it goes like this, I hope. No, oh, wait. The headphones are well Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you, much obliged. It's so concise
0: in its <laughs> message <laughs> two A chords drums. <laughs>
3: Alright. There seems to be some type of poetry To the people that you label pedigree And everyone who wears your uniform Seems to fit your crooked world so perfectly But don't let them know how good it feels When you see them start to bend and fit your mold Oh, it's a reasonable person who can walk away from this They hover around your world like fruit flies Waiting for the cocktail of arsenic and sugar you provide Shouldn't be so easy to abide. Waiting for the antidote of lazy nano lies. You could take the bones out of my skin and I would still say nothing. Shouldn't be so easy to oblige. See me shed into a harder skin and mark my narrow eyes against your own. There was a time you could depend on me to sacrifice myself each time you go. So God forbid I be another one who speaks his selfish mind so gracefully. Oh, it's a meager occupation that we serve so fruitlessly. We hover around your world like fruit flies, just waiting for the cocktail of arsenic and sugar you provide. It shouldn't be so easy to abide. Wait For the antidote of lazy nano Oh You could take the bones out of my skin And I would still say nothing It shouldn't be so easy to abide
1: Thank you Very cool Couple of hiccups in there, but as per usual um, yeah, you did your song in one take.
4: Yes, that's
1: more than me and Declan. Well, well thank that's you. Definitely more than it's uh, definitely better than Declan. <laughs> oh, um, thank you for your applause. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with it this week. Um, it's lovely. It's it's
2: again. You've got a very distinctive style now, and um, yeah, I think. The the way that some of those words, I think it's called a melisma, where you've got the the word is extended over the like the melody that's playing. Like
3: fruit. Yeah. yeah. Is that
2: called melisma? I think so. I like that. I like um, that whole technique. It's yeah. It was really nice. it yeah. Really works for you. Yeah. And Thank you're going, you. going into your the upper part of your range. You sort of you've got this
1: sort of lower range, and then
2: suddenly it'll just go whoop.
1: Yeah. Really nice. I'm consciously trying to combine the two ranges yeah. like in an effective way at the moment because like often like in the very first weekly songs i would kind of go like right i've got a high voice so i'm just gonna do the high voice thing the entire time yeah and uh now i'm trying to like get it so that the high voice is used effectively in like yes. more frantic or emotional yeah. parts so yeah. that actually has some kind of um, you know advantage yeah. it's using the uh essentially using
0: the music the music to co- uh, complement words essentially yeah
1: when, when it works it's best it's, it's hopefully doing that so i'm gonna try and explain what the song's about Okay, so like this song is about um, having an associate who you don't get along with, right, basically Um, But the idea of fruit flies is, um, it's kind of a metaphor for Certain people constantly finding themselves in the same unhealthy relationships and situations that they've always found themselves in And um, like fruit flies constantly going back to the same, like what they think is sugar, but there's actually poison in it Every, and they just keep on going back and back and back and it's kind of like me from an inside perspective in a job role seeing new people come to fill that same role and they all share the same personality traits to one degree or another so like and you, you see them come in and you go they share the same personality traits as me they're insecure in this way and they're easily manipulated and that sort of thing and you just go it's just cyclical it's just it always happens to these people in the same way and so it's just saying we keep on coming back but it's also coming from a place of like hopefully I feel like I'm growing past this because I'm at least aware that this is a thing now um, so, let me see, that's one of the things um, um, it's the, one of the first songs I've written that actually has a lyrical through line which, wow. for me, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like... I'm impressed. I, I usually just, like... This That's bus really is sarky, this. I'm genuinely No, no, impressed. I know you are, because it's, like, the first time. Um, like, usually it's just, like, this verse is, like, about a dream I heard, and this verse is about Weetabix and stuff. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> this time, it's, like, it's actually, like, front to back about one thing, which ah. is probably a first for me. Ah. Um, yeah, fruit flies is a metaphor for insects, blah, 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 healthy relationships. Um, yeah, um... Yeah, basically that. Very powerful much what it's
2: about. again. Very powerful imagery through what you're saying. There. Thank you. It's yeah. Like you, you get it's like as you said, as you mentioned, you've got moments where you just think, oh, this is really sweet, and then you just put these dis- sort of almost disgusting type you know, fruit flies. Type yeah, you know something, and it's just this contrast it's really nice. Well,
1: yeah. I I tell you what. Um, I'm not sure you've heard this song, but I know you definitely have, Declan, um, Where the Dreams Go to Die by John yes. Grant. Yes, great and, um, song, great the, uh, song. He does this amazing thing, which I just find so inspiring in his choruses, where like, he'll put in like unexpected, mm. disgusting mm. words. It's like, um,
0: you're where dreams go to die, and I regret the day your lovely carcass caught my eye. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there you go. Like yeah. Even
1: that one word, if it was only mentioned once, completely skews the direction and emotion mm. of the song. Because like, um, it is a love song in it.
4: Thing,
0: but it it just, is. But like, you put that word in there and you think, oh, there's something a bit darker to this one. Yeah, because yeah. if, you, if you
2: just use those dark words, you'd end up with a song that's very dark, but you're implying... You'd end up with my song.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're implying that it's, like, really, you know, something... Ah, oh, going somewhere nice, and then you just uh, hint at this, like, oh, actually, that's not where I was going with it, and it's like, oh, it's
1: mm.
0: nice. It's subtle.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, but this song, uh, is a is a rare one for me because I, I love these kind of songs when other artists and bands do them, fuck you songs. I love fuck you songs. They're brilliant, but I, I don't I've usually to write to my them. You're <laughs> good at writing fucking you songs, <laughs> but um, I I usually don't go that way. I usually go in the sort of like love or like introversion type of thing. But just to have a like this isn't working and I do not like the situation. Mm. Like it's, it was a cathartic song to write. I like writing this song, and. um so, yeah. Do, do you find that there's sometimes you songs you write
2: for other people? Other people want you write, okay, what do people want to listen to? This is a song I'll write for them. Mm. And sometimes you write songs where it's just like, this is... I don't care what they... I need to write
1: this song to have this song because I needed to write it. Do you find that? I, I do find that, but um, obviously there are exceptions to this, but I tend to only write what I want to hear. I'm pretty much
0: the same. Like, um, like, uh, I, I've stopped caring what other people want. Mm. Might as well just make myself happy. Exactly. Because it's my music and my yeah. art. Yeah, my Have philosophy... You, Sorry, go on, you... I was going to say, there's certain things you can do to write for order, but then that's very like commercial. That's the business side of it. But if, well, it can be. But uh, I don't know. I just think like the best art comes from people who are expressing themselves mm-hmm. for what they want to do. Mm. So like, um, you can always sort of tell like you can sort of tell in pop music where someone has actually written the song because it's what they're feeling or they want to hear mm. or whether it's just been written by someone who thinks oh that's what they want
1: to hear yeah mm-hmm. yeah i know what you mean sorry um, i cut both of you off there no, that's cool um i actually tricked you there but um, i was just gonna say like music's um and i know you agree with this Chris. So i know i'm preaching to the choir and both of you um music's one of the uh few areas in life where you have complete dominion over what you do so, um, you know, I think it's important to please yourself. And also, like Declan was saying, you can always tell when somebody doesn't mean it or when they didn't write it. Mm. Um, and, you know, I like the, the, phlo- I like the philosophy of um, write what you'd love to hear mm-hmm. and please yourself. And, you know, there's 7 billion people on the planet, give or take, and yeah. there's going to be some people who are going to like it too. So. Well,
2: well, that's the thing. I mean, I, sometimes I write songs that are really angry uh, and I write them and I won't play them. Cause I don't want. I've written them and I've dealt with that, and I don't actually want right. to hear it again. So I'll, I'll still write. I always write stuff that I want to write, but I don't necessarily perform stuff because sometimes I want to. I think, right, what would I actually want to hear? Mm. And it's, it's usually that some, Sometimes it's the happier stuff. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the more sort of angsty stuff. Um, it
1: just, it just depends. Yeah, what do I want to hear? I suppose This always gets me into, into a conundrum though Because I think the purest form of songwriting Is that bit where you go look, this isn't for anyone I'm just going to write this at home Because I need to express mm. something yeah. And for me they always end up being really good songs yeah. <laughs> And I'm like for fuck's sake This actually mentions people names and stuff oh, no, <laughs> And like okay. um, a good example of that was um, my song America Which was on the album I put out earlier this year And like that's like a proper like You know uh, riled up song and it just turned out good, and I was just like, you know, gonna, gonna use it. Sometimes you just gotta, it, you just go
2: with it, as long as it's not too obvious who you're picking on. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Was, um, we've spoken about this before as well, but like, opinions on songs change over time. Like, um, you know, what was once a really strong emotion mm. can then become, uh, like, you can distance yourself from it, but you can still perform it and get it into that same headspace, but it's no longer quite the sort of emotional trek for you, mm. as it were, like, um well, for example, uh, what's my fucking song called, I forgot, no surprise, mm. like, I didn't like to perform that one for a long time, because that was uh written out of, well, we've spoken about it before, but it was written at a point in my life where, um, it, um you know, it came out of a lot of sadness, mm. mm-hmm. but now I perform it, you know, most times that I go out and do anything anywhere, because it's a nice song, and I can still get into the emotion and everything, mm-hmm. but it's not quite... Do you know think? It
2: stems back to what people want to hear, so there, are, you, you know that there are people who want to hear that and would relate to that. Yeah. And there are people, like, like, like there's that, you know, Creep by Radiohead, you know, that's not a nice song, is it? But people like it because they can sometimes relate to it and, you know, so it's thinking about what you'd want to hear and obviously you know that there are people that might be in that position and might get something from you playing it. So it's yeah. arguably sort of, yeah, so sometimes it could be considered the same thing, but...
1: I think there's, like, two... I mean, there's lots of facets to this, but there's two different versions of, um, what people want to hear. There's the type of, like, people are going out to drink and they want to have, like, a upbeats. A Upbeat yeah, stuff to yeah. dance to. Mm-hmm. And there's the other thing that you were just mentioning, which is the really lovely part of what people want to hear, where people go, actually, I feel quite low sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice to hear a song about somebody feeling mm-hmm. that way, um... And, uh, and yeah, like you were saying, Declan, you can re reaccess those emotions but not actually be in that place. Yeah. Songs are weird like that, you can kind of go back and go, wow, this song's about something I don't feel anymore, but I can still emote it when you play it live or whatever. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. It's probably the most introverted we've got on this podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that we don't have a discussion topic for today, but it's just naturally happened and it's, yeah. it's good. Oh, we should probably mention our gig oh yeah yeah should we do should that totally do that we're doing a gig
2: <laughs> right that's been mentioned moving <laughs> on to the next item right, next topic no so uh, yeah. me and Roger and possibly possibly Declan as well he might jump on their keys if for, you like for like one song for that one song we're doing a gig at Jacob's Ladder on the 3rd of June the Saturday of the 3rd of June at 9pm and uh, yeah Roger's going to do a set and then he's going to join me for my set and Declan's also going to join me
1: as well and uh, yeah, Roger's gonna be doing some some percussion. Some percussion. I want to stress that's not my set. I'm not gonna do 15 minutes of. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be for you. You should. <laughs> you should do it. It's gonna be a bit boom chicka boom chicka boom boom I am so,
2: so looking forward to this.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have like. Oh, a, this is gonna be so good. I'm gonna have a smorgasbord of different percussion things. Oh,
2: like I sound like low. I'm joking. I'm really looking forward to this. It's like, gonna just be imagine. so good.
0: I'm just imagining. Have you ever seen the um, Skin and Bones show for the Foo Fighters, where like yeah. Dave Grohl like gets the percussion guy? And says, what's that? Ding, did That's a triangle. No, no. Okay, uh, that's a shaker. No, that's a, two wooden sticks. You paid money for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're I, called claves. I think yeah. I said,
2: didn't I say to you like what percussion is? And you were like, I've got a tambourine. I was like, okay, we well can tambourine and foot stomp and shake.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got a few other things, like I'll bring some jingle bells, tambourine. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take, You could use this Heineken thing, whatever that's called.
2: We found this in the, in the podcast room earlier.
0: My bottle opener, key ring.
2: No, you don't think? like Lacquer.
0: My face is saying it all, isn't it? Yeah. No, <laughs>
2: It's because you're, you're holding <laughs> the actual, the bell part. No. No, maybe not then. I thought it was quite a cool sound.
0: Yeah, that that's was almost nice. sounds like
1: castanets, Yeah. Yeah. No, not like that. I think it's quite cool. This has gone into the territory of unbroadcastable love. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, Chris, you have a single out, don't you?
2: Oh, yeah, I do. The um, Love EP. Love that Declan is played piano for last night, which was beautiful. Um, I do. It's a, it's an, I'm calling it an extended single, which is probably, what, an EP? Because it's used to extended play. So I should probably call it an EP, but I don't think it, it's not an EP, because it's not... In my head, at least, an EP is four or five tracks. Exactly. Whereas this is an extended single because it's got an introduction to the single, and then you've got the single, and then you've got an outro from the single. And they are three distinctive tracks, Mm. um, but it wasn't an EP, and it wasn't just a single. So I thought it's an extended single. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you can download it, and I'd I'd recommend you don't just watch the video, but download the whole three-track version Mm. um, that's available because it's free. So just go to www.lunacy.co.uk and download it it's also on your Soundcloud as well it's also on my Soundcloud which I think you can download it from there as well Um, but yeah please download it it's free and um, yeah and me and Declan
1: are going to play it and maybe Roger might do some probably not for that one actually Saturday June 3rd right? Saturday June 3rd Jacob's Ladder in Falmouth Yeah, anyone local should come along it's going to be a good night of music I reckon yeah it's going to be really good who else is playing? Is there somebody else as well?
2: Emilio Aeto, who's Oh a, Emilio's amazing, yeah. He's yeah. really he's, fucking good. Yeah,
1: now he's, he's a good guitarist. Oh, he's amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's he's wicked. He's he's doing a set. And he's also gonna do some bass as well. And oh for your set. Yeah. Do so you've got a band? Yeah. Awesome. It's gonna be good. It's just but it's, it's, it's gonna be everyone that's playing on that night is just gonna just jump in. Because I might Sean, my friend Sean says she might do some flute for me as well. Yeah. And um we've got Pearl Love's coming down, she's gonna do a set as well. And then but she's gonna do some piano type stuff as well. So yeah, it's going to be a manic... What one. time does
1: the night kick off? It's 9 till 11, so it's going to be a very compact, intense period of music. Awesome. Two hours and all those acts. See, I personally, me, I've got like an attention like, span of a goldfish, so yeah. I love it when like, a lot of music is packed into a short period of time. Uh, okay. Like, my favourite type of open mics are when you go along and like everyone gets three songs each and that's yes. it. You know? Yes, so, like, Everyone's on, like, on a that. blackboard. That's and just, it, like, boom, yeah. Boom. Because then you don't get tired of anyone, and it's almost like once you leaves you wanting more. So you like someone's set, you go over and talk to them, and you're like, "Hey, that was awesome. Where can I find more?" As opposed to like twenty five minutes, like they're good, but come on, (laughs) this is another folk song at this point. (laughs) Yeah, right. You guys have got like fifteen minute sets at the
2: start because I thought I like fifteen minutes. It's usually about three songs, and it's really enough to you get you learn a lot about the artist that time. It's enough to like keep everyone interested. And then we can do our stuff together And it'll be so different Because you'll have like You might only do Two or three songs with me Amelia might only do Two or, two or three songs with me And it'll we'll fill like Half an hour period Yeah Because that's Half an hour still Not even that long But with loads of Different people playing in it It will be like, a, like a, Just a collage of sound So it should be Really really good so. Awesome
1: Yeah And uh, I might have my uh, Guitar back by then My heart Hey, oh, hey. I've been missing that yeah. Dad I need it for June 3rd Please <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, Um, yeah, Amido said he might bring us 12 strings, so we'll see.
1: Oh, cool. See what happens there. It's going to be a good night.
0: So that's all for this week on the Weekly Song Podcast, and, uh, yeah, we shall see you in the future. Obviously, we've got uh, Chris's uh, gig on the 3rd of June. 3rd, yeah, I'm very bad with numbers. And where else can they uh, find you as Lunacy?
2: Uh, Well, if you spell it right, which is L-U-N-A-C-C-I, you can just go on my website, and all the links are on there, so lunacy.co.uk.
1: And you can find it there.
0: Cool. And, uh, yeah, we'll still be here on SoundCloud each week as the Weekly Song Podcast.
1: That's right, you can find us on SoundCloud. Um, Also, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send in a track you've written, if you want to come on the show, if you just have feedback or comments for us, get in touch there. You can find me at rogerheathers.com. I've got an album out. You've one just pound. released one, haven't you, from all the right. tracks from this, haven't you? That's right. I plugged it loads last week. Uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, Weekly Songs 15 to 28, all produced
3: up all mass, nice, and you can get it for a pound. So go and do that.
1: Oh, dear. What's <laughs> done? Uh
0: Also, we've got a new Facebook page, uh, yes. which is the Weekly Song Podcast. Uh, no, it's not. It's facebook.com forward slash Weekly Song Podcast.
1: Yeah, or just type in on the search bar, the Weekly Song Podcast. You, you should, should find sure. us. Yeah, and uh, give us a like, and you get all the updates, and you get... Um, yeah. So go and do that. That's pretty cool. Right. We'll see you uh, next week then. Tura. Tura. Next week. Next
4: week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.